Let's do it. All right. Welcome back. Um, here again, once again, Matthew Bryan here with Nathan Smith. How you doing, Nathan? I'm doing all right. You know, it's still been a great day. Just uh, yeah. trying to get everything ready to go. Yeah, getting excited, you know, just <laughs> season's just about to get started, which is always exciting. Um, I'm just excited for football to be back. Yeah. You know, it's been so long since I've watched a game. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with football is that it's such, I mean, relatively such a short season compared to other sports that, you know. Oh, yeah. Every, every, every moment. Every time, you know, this first little bit of September, I'm always very excited to... <laughs> to you know games are coming back all right so oh, yeah. what's our next game that we have here to preview nathan so in the first part we covered the first eight games but mm-hmm. this other 10 a.m game on cbs is uh the steelers at the bills Ooh. Ooh. potential afc powerhouses or playoff hopefuls yeah that's an interesting game here we have Steelers at the Bills, we have I just had the line pulled up. Where did it go? Um so the so it's it's is it yeah, it's in Buffalo. It's Bills in Buffalo. are favored by six and a half. What do you think about that? I think that I would take the under because again, I think the biggest thing that the Steelers I think are not gonna be as great as a lot of people think this season is their offensive line. They lost a lot of their pieces and Big Ben is not near the quarterback he used to be. Yeah. But that defense is still really, really good. TJ Watt, potential defensive player of the year candidate. And they are going to keep this team in games. And the Bills, the Bills defense isn't spectacular. It, it was getting better. It started to roll near the end of the season. But I, their draft was all right. I didn't love it it's, uh, for their defensive pieces. This team, I think the Steelers aren't going to win by any stretch, but I think the Steelers' defense will keep the Bills closer than people think. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that would be the under. Yeah, I think just in general, the Steelers are kind of underrated this year because, like, their offense isn't going to be any good, probably. But like, I think their defense is like underrated just because people are like, oh, like, the Steelers suck, you know? So yeah. therefore, like. They're not any good, but I think that, like, the Steelers... I mean, I guess CBS has the Steelers over-under at nine, which is no, kind of surprising to me, but I don't know. It'll yeah. be it'll be interesting to see, you know. I mean, the Steelers... I just don't know if the Bills can generate the pass rush required to, to make the game that lopsided. Yeah. Because I think the, the Bills' offense is fantastic, but the Steelers' defense will keep them down more than they probably they're going to make them look worse than they actually are. Yeah. But it's their bills are still going to be a great team this year. I think the bills are the only team in the AFC outside of the Browns that could potentially take the chiefs super bowl spot. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think, I think if you were to look, you know, at teams that are, that are up there, I mean, you know, you know, CBS actually rates rates the Ravens higher than the bills. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I just think over the, over the entire season and into the playoffs that, you know, you know, I think probably the most likely AFC championship game right now is Bills versus Chiefs. And I think that probably it's just like, I I don't think the Steelers will win this game, especially being it being at Buffalo. 
that's a really tough place to play with the, all the fans are going to be there. They're going to be going crazy because they haven't been able to be in full capacity for a while. Yeah. Um, and the Steelers' offensive line, I think, will create some problems for them uh, because they're just going to have too many holes. But I don't think the line is right. But what is the? Do you know the Steelers over under on the season by chance or? Steelers, Steelers, Steelers. They're eight and a half. Eight and a half. That's going to be a tough. Like the first thing when I come to think of it is, uh, what is it? Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. Yeah, he's a very, very good coach, and they do have some soft games. Like after they play the Bills, which is I think a loss, they play the Raiders, which they'll win, and the Bengals, who they'll beat. Yeah, but, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. That offensive line. They get the they get the Raiders and Bengals at home, which should be good. But then, yeah, they have, they have to travel to Green Bay, which I think is going to be a struggle. Um, I don't know when when you come down to it, though. You know, late in the season when Ben Roethlisberger is going to start to be less good. They yeah. got some, they got some tough games. I mean, you know, if you just look December to January, they have the Ravens, the Vikings, the Titans, the Chiefs, the Browns, and the Ravens again. Like, yeah, you know, that's a, really tough, tough, way to a tough way to end the schedule, especially for a team that you anticipate to be better at the beginning than at the end, just because of who Ben Roethlisberger is, you know? And also a team with especially right at the end with the Chiefs, the Browns, and the Ravens, those are good pass rushing teams with a young, inexperienced offensive line with missing pieces. Like, that unit could really struggle. And then they also, they play some other good pass rushing teams. Like, the Chargers have a good pass rush. The Bears have a good pass rush. The Broncos have two good pass rushers coming off with uh, Miller and Chubb. Like, this is a division, like, they don't have a lot of teams defensively that can't pressure the quarterback yeah like the seahawks don't do a great job of it the packers can do okay but like they have some decent pass rushing that they're gonna have to face i i think mike tomlin will have his first losing season this year i think the defense is good enough to get them to eight games but because of that ninth game they'll be i think like eight and nine yeah i was i was gonna say eight and nine nine and eight is just about where i put this team i mean i mean it's hard to see them doing, you know, it's like I think they could be kind of in contention, like mathematically, until December. But it's just like that's a tough yeah. six games in December and January. You know, I mean, I mean, just you know, I mean, you're probably playing six teams that are probably, you know, maybe not with the Vikings, but you know, I mean, the Vikings will probably still be in contention for the playoffs at that point. So you're probably playing mm-hmm. six playoff contending teams including three division games in the last six weeks. Like, that, that's a tough yeah. six weeks. It's a really tough six weeks to close. And if they're not already at, like... And even then, they still play teams like the the Bills and the Packers and the Browns earlier before those games that they could all really yeah. lose, and the Chargers. So they might not even have eight wins going into that six games. Yeah. And I don't... Like, they don't have eight wins going into that. I don't see them pulling out two. Or th- like, maybe the Titans fall apart, but, like... And yeah. the Vikings, I think they can beat both... They'll, both yeah. those teams can beat the Steelers. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I think, you know, at their best, I think that probably, you know, both both the um, Titans and the Vikings are at the same level as the Seahawks, but it's like you just have to anticipate that by December that they're going to be better than the Steelers. And, you know, it's, it's going to be a rough end of the season on the Steelers. I think they're not built to win playoff games even if they make it to the playoffs. Like, I think that there's... 
that that this team's I think that the ceiling for the Steelers is they sneak in on a wild card and lose in the first week. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think the ceiling is like ten. I, I just because yeah. I don't trust Ben Roethlisberger in their offensive line. Like again, they could play really well. Najee Harris could be super solid, and their receiving core is decent. Like Juju's all right, and Chase Claypool is a a monster for fantasy. But like I can't see them winning more than ten. Yeah, and like, then even if they win ten, which they'll, they, which they'll probably make the playoffs if they win ten. Like, I don't think that this team is in any. As it will be in any state to win a playoff game, do you think? Like, no, I think, I no, think, not even. I don't. I think that the the rest of their division's too good, and I don't even think the AFC is some really talented teams. Ten wins not, might not get into the playoffs, and yeah. even if they did, yeah, that's a first round playing. If you're either playing like it, the three teams that could maybe be up there would be like the Browns, the Chiefs, or the Bills as your first round matchup. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean that's tough. Um yeah, I mean, I think that that there there are there's a lot of good place pieces on this team, but I just think they're they're kind of yeah their ceiling is just pretty low, I would say, and yeah. it's a little bit unfortunate um, to kind of see the Steelers, you know, just kind of keep chugging along and getting worse every year. But what are you <laughs> gonna do? What are you gonna do? But the Bills, speaking of ceilings, the Bills ceiling could potentially be insane this oh, team yeah. could really explode i mean the bill I, the bills are definitely uh, a super bowl contender i think oh yeah it, if their defense is humming like it was near the end of the season when it was starting to get good and then they had a few injuries in the playoffs that kind of hindered them i think milano got hurt their linebacker um this team could be dangerous um yeah. and they're also playing in the afc east which is a pretty dysfunctional division. Like, yeah, I mean, the Dolphins are getting better, but the Patriots have a rookie quarterback and a questions on defense. And they get to play the Jets um, twice. Anytime you get to play the Jets twice, that's fun. Um, yeah, that's a good time. And like, what's the over under for them? It's for probably got to be like eleven or like uh, for the Bills. It's ten and a half. Ten and a half. I would go over. Like, yeah, I would say I think that that the path for them getting to eleven and twelve wins. Makes a lot of sense. I mean, you know, they're probably beating these Steelers week one. You know, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, they get Washington comes, travels to them. Texans travel to them. Those should be blowouts, both of those games. Yeah. Um, Their toughest game of the schedule is October 10th because they're yeah. at Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, they have to go play the Chiefs, you know. But, like, you know, on their best day, they can beat the Chiefs, you know. Yeah. Like, like. They're a legitimate contender to the Chiefs for the best AFC team. I think the Chiefs are better, but you know, yeah. They... The only area I can see them slipping is is that mid October is because they played the Chiefs, the Titans, and the Dolphins, which are all going to be good teams. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I don't see them. Lo- I think they'll split the Dolphins because I think the Dolphins are going to prove. Yeah, uh, we'll just do it with another year. But yeah, but, but, end of the season. but it's like even assume they beat the Chiefs in a close game, they lose to the Titans. You know they lose. To, you know they lose. You know two or three of those games. Then they get to go play the Jaguars and the Jets. You know that. Yeah. That that like that like I think this team is you know up there. You know as a contender, I think that you know they get you know a lot of these. You know I mean and even something like the Patriots, right? Where it's like that might be kind of a trap you might be worried about. They get to play the Patriots at home, which is going to help them. Obviously, they can play them yeah. away too, don't they? Because they're in the division, aren't they? Yeah, um, but like the 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 reality is like the last four games of the season, the Patriots. I don't think the Patriots are going to be very good because they're rookie quarterback. I think yeah. it's hard for rookie quarterbacks to succeed. But like Panthers, Patriots, Falcons, Jets. 
I think that's four wins. Like, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, I mean, it's especially getting to end the year, you know, you know, with three home games in the last four weeks, you know, against teams that they're better than all of them. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think I think the Bills have an outside shot at the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, I think well, it just, just com- it's, it just comes down to it's can- one of those situations. You're good. You're good. I was just gonna. It just comes down to like, can they beat the Chiefs? So, so I think we'll we'll get a preview of that, you know, on the tenth, um, and then that game will probably be the AFC Championship again. You know, if I mean that, that's that's my prediction at least is that that'll be the AFC Championship. So oh, I think the AFC Championship, like this team, should be kind of a lock to get to the AFC Championship game. Um, I, I think they're not gonna have like I know some fans are being like, oh, they'll go like thirteen and four, fourteen and three. I don't think they're going to do as well as that because I think there's a few games on their schedule that are going to be that are really tough Buccaneers yeah. Chiefs in particular I think they'll split with the Dolphins um, but this is a team that you should be really excited about yeah. to see them continue to compete for a really high playoff spot and potentially Super Bowl. yeah no I mean I mean this is probably other than I guess maybe the Bucks we talked about earlier this is probably the first team that I feel pretty confident could win a Super Bowl I mean, you you probably think the Seahawks could win the Super Bowl. I I mean, I've just I've yet to see the consistency in that. Um, I think I, th- I think the Bills are one of the like five teams that I have that could win the Super Bowl this year. But I think that this is a game that I'll be excited to watch. Um, but moving on from that game, this oh boy, this game might be kind of a disaster. The Eagles are playing in Atlanta against the Falcons. Oh boy, that's this is a. That... I think it's going to be kind of a stinker of a game, but I also hate the Eagles, so it's a little bit different situation. Yeah, um, that I don't know that that'll be interesting. You know, I mean, Falcons are favored by three and a half, which is whatever. I mean, it's they're probably the better team, and they're at home, so I don't know. It should. It should be, should be interesting in the way that like a dumpster fire is interesting, you know. Yeah, I think that it, it's just it's. I, I I have again I'm a Cowboys fan, so it's I have a lot of bias towards this. I truly believe that the Eagles could end up with a first overall pick. I think that they are that depraved of talent. Yeah. on both sides of the ball it's... with an old. It is de- offensive line. It's definitely possible, right? I mean, like Jalen Hurts, I just have no faith in. Like he's athletic, sure, but he didn't show much promise, and like I don't know anything about their coaching situation, and like if they're going to be any good. Like I just have no faith in this this organization and yeah. this team. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they're. they're I mean, I just would going to be bad. I would put them. I mean, yes, the Texans are more dysfunctional, but. Yeah, I would put him probably above the if, Texans. Again, hypothetically, if Deshaun Watson plays, he's good for at least three wins. I don't think the Eagles roster is good for three. And same with Jared Goff. Like, yeah, Jared Goff is not great, but he's good for probably two to three wins. Like, not saying him and Deshaun are the same level, but, like, it's just, there's just no way I can see the Eagles, even at their best. No, it's okay. It's okay. My 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 internet was not working, but we are back. Um, 
I missed what you were saying there at the end about how much you think the Eagles are bad. So, <laughs> um, but I mean, I think when it comes down to it, I think I think you're right. I mean, I think I think that the Lions are worse. I think the Texans are worse. But they're kind of in that in that tier. It's you know, it's them, Lions, Texans, you know, Jaguars, Jets, Eagles, you know, maybe Giants that are just like you know, I don't know, I don't know if there's you know a whole lot to separate them until we see them play. You know, of like who's yeah. who's bad and who's any good. But like the thing for me that I was and I was kind of mentioning it. I don't know how much was picked up with like Jared Go- like with quarterbacks. Yeah, like. Deshaun Watson, if he plays, I think is good for like four to five wins. I don't think he'll play that much because, yeah. you know, he's got a serious legal situation going yeah. on. And Jared Goff, as as mediocre as I think he is, he's good for three to like two to three wins. Yeah. Like, Jalen Hurts, some people are really high on him. I have like no faith in him. He's athletic. He can move, sure, but he doesn't have much pocket presence. His arm is not spectacular. He's also got so few weapons to throw to outside of like Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz. Yeah. Zach Ertz I mean, getting old. I mean, I was going to say, there's a lot of hype around Jalen Hurts. I don't know about it. You know, it's, it's sort of similar to, like, how I feel with Trey Lance, you know, is that, yeah. is that like, people tell me he's supposed to be good, but it's like, I've yet to see him be good. And so, I don't know. I, I like to, you know, go a little bit more based on, you know, sort of any evidence that I've seen. I've yet to see any evidence that Jalen Hurts is any good. I mean, obviously, the Eagles were really bad last year when he came in. Yeah, and so it's like you can't really like hold that against him. And I don't, but it's like I still I haven't seen him play good, so I can't say he's going to be any good. No, um, like it. Yeah, the, what's the over under for the the game? Do you know oh, for the game? Um, yeah, uh, Atlanta's favored by three and a half. I mean, I would take more. Yeah, I mean, and they're, they're at home, so I think that that's probably pretty. Uh, I think that's kind of soft, though. I mean, I think that. I mean, I just don't think there's anything. Any position the Eagles are, like, good at. Well, they have some good people. Like, Fletcher Cox is still great. And they have Brandon Graham. Like, their D-line, I think, is their best unit. And that's a good unit. Yeah, but, but... it's like, it's like how much above average is their D-line? Like, a little bit, right? Like, it's, you know, if you had to rank D-lines, they'd be, you know, 12 or something in the league, right? That it's like... Yeah. Yeah, it's an above average D-line, but it's not a great D-line, right? You know I mean? And their it's secondary like... is not good. And their linebacking core is okay at best. And... Their offensive line is banged up and old, and their receiving core is still tragic. Their running back core is not great, and their quarterback is, I think, not good. So they're just not a good team. And the Falcons, say what you want, they have Calvin Ridley, who's a good receiver. They've got Kyle Pitts, who's one of the highest talked-about tight ends ever in, in like the draft history. And they still have Matt Ryan, who's a good quarterback. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, I think, I think so. The Falcons have. So actually, these teams have the same over under for the season, which is oh, seven no wins. And seven wins. Who's given the Eagles seven wins? Uh, CVSSports.com. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that is absolutely crazy. I, I agree with you. That I think... dude, that dude smoking crack. Whoever that whoever came up with that is, is losing their mind. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, like, like for me, just to look through this this schedule of the Eagles, like where where are you giving them wins? You know, not against the 49ers, mm-hmm. not, not against, against the, the Chiefs. Chiefs, you know, that it's like... Not the Bucks, not the Chargers. Yeah, like, they're playing a lot of good teams, and even they're playing, like, the Broncos and the Saints, which, like, you know, could be good. You know, that Middle it's like, of the pack teams and stuff. Yeah, that it's like, okay, you're saying they're beating the Giants, but they're, but they're probably not going to be... I mean, they're the same level as the Giants, you know. 
I'd be surprised if they beat the Giants twice, you know, and then are they beating the Jets? Maybe they're better than the Jets, you know, but it's like, even you're kind of looking, if you're kind of looking at that, um, you know, uh, oh, Nathan disappeared. Um, yeah. Oh, you're back. There you're you cutting go. cutting out in again in a little bit. Sorry. No, it's okay. I was just like, oh, all of a sudden you're gone. Um, but and I think, I think you're absolutely right. Like, it's just, even if they're like the Giants are bad, they'll split the Giant. Like they're not. All right, my internet is not working again, so I'm gonna reconnect and I will finish saying what I'm saying, um, which is that the Eagles like it's hard to even give them seven games that they're gonna be competitive in much less games that they're going to be you know favored to win in which is what makes me very much concerned that um that they're going to be a team that's going to win you know maybe maybe three or four games oh yeah you're back nathan Nathan, you there? Okay, and we're back again. Welcome to horrible, horrible, horrible internet. Our internet may be worse than the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, probably not. Entire but, roster. Yeah. I mean, what I was saying before I paused the recording there is that, you know, I can see the Eagles. I can give them, you know, five or six games that they're going to be competitive in. So in order mm-hmm. to give them seven wins, they need to win all those games and give an upset, right? And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it might be interesting, you know, that it's like, the, you know, they're playing, you know, this is a scenario you won't like, but they're playing the Cowboys on the final day of the season. You know, yeah. they, you know, maybe they could beat them, you know, play spoiler, but it's like even then they have to, you know, they have to beat the Giants twice. They have to, you know, beat beat the Jets, they have to, you know, beat the Lions, you know, it's like, and, and that, that maybe gets them to seven wins. I think seven like, is way too high for them. I just, I just don't see it because like, I'm looking at it, like the Falcons, I think are a better team. Like I'm looking at any team that I think is like a chance that they could win. Falcons, I think are better. I think yeah. the Panthers are better. Raiders, I think are better. Lions are about the same. Broncos, Saints are both better. The Jets, they're about the same. And even a team like the Giants, there's no way they're good enough to sweep the Giants. So, like, yeah, what you're like, saying is they're winning all those games and then sweeping the Giants to get to eight or seven wins. Like, I just don't see that possibly happening with the roster and the coach that they have. Yeah, I mean, it it definitely strikes me as, you know, something that I'm that like, I don't know why they gave them seven wins. I don't know what CBS sports people are thinking. It's weird. They're probably based in Philadelphia or something. <laughs> Maybe. But it's it's also weird because it's like that's the same over under for the Falcons and it's like I think this Falcons is like just a much better team than the Eagles. Yeah, I I don't think the Falcons unfortunately will not win. I think Falcons will also go under, but the Falcons are the better team. Like, yeah. No, I like, mean I, I think you know six or seven wins is probably about right for the Falcons. You know I mean, you know the Falcons they get the benefit of getting to play. Um, the NFC East, you know, and they get to play them early, you know, all pretty early, right? I mean, they play the Eagles mm-hmm. in week one, the Giants in week three, they play Washington in week four, then they play the Jets in week five. It's like, they obviously they play the Bucks in week two, but it's like, you know, 
they're, if they're coming out of the first five weeks four and one, like you know that that's pretty good, you know, and that gives yeah. them. But even if they don't come out four and one, they could. I think they could come out like I more realistically think two and three. I think they'll probably lose to Washington, the Bucks, and the Giants. But even two and three, like yeah. then, I think they might split with the Saints, uh, split with the the Panthers. Then they're like five wins, and they have the Jaguars and the Lions. I th would still bet under just because yeah. their defense. I just have so little faith in as a unit and yeah, their no. offense would be really good but no yeah i, I mean like, like i'm saying I, th I think you know seven is about right in my head you know six or seven yeah. um but yeah i mean i mean like they have a path definitely have a path to get there you know i think the first of all, i think they mm -hmm. are i think they are better than the eagles and also they have they have the schedule path to actually get to seven wins in a way the eagles i think just definitely don't yeah, I think I think it's possible. I think they won't. I think they'll get to six, but like the path yeah. is there, and yeah. they have the ability to start the season hot and then flame out, which would be very Falcon like. But yeah, I mean that's that's what they like to do. Yeah, uh, that's actually their uh, number one hobby is uh, just losing yeah. uh, when they're supposed to win. Okay. Yeah, flaming out. <laughs> All right, now we move on to the uh, afternoon games. Uh, first up, we have the Browns versus the Chiefs. Um, uh, this is the most exciting afternoon game for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think... So, um, Chiefs are favored by six in the game, which, mm. I don't know. I mean, like I said, maybe this was before we started recording the first episode, but the Browns are an interesting team to me because they were so lucky last year. Yeah, so it's a question of can they still be? I think they were seven and two in one score games. You know, they had the best fumble luck, which is literally just luck, right? You know, yeah. and so and so I don't know if the Browns are as good as they were last year. Like, I mm -hmm. you know I think that there's a chance they are. I think they have a lot of really good good players. I mean, I think you know outside of the quarterback, they have probably the best offense in the league. I would say in terms of just line and yeah. running backs and. You know, receiving core. Yeah, I mean the, the receiving core is not great, but if you take it with their line and the running backs, it's it's you know one of the best offenses outside of the quarterback in the league. And Baker Mayfield's yeah. not bad, also. Like you know, when I say that, I don't mean to be like Baker Mayfield sucks. He doesn't, right? But it's like you're taking a quarterback who's you know probably league average. You're putting him in probably the best overall offense. You know, there's that's a recipe mm -hmm. for success. I just think that you know there's a chance that they kind of a little bit they come back to earth a little bit and they're maybe you know maybe they're 10 and 7 or something this year well and i'm actually there i each i have a team in each division uh each conference the afc and the nfc that i'm mm -hmm. really bullish on the the browns are my team this year because i think you're right you're, you're totally right they won i think like what you said seven one score games yeah they, which they, is, they, they were seven and two in one score games last year which is yeah which is just not sustainable you can't yeah. do that but what they did do this offseason, they had one of the quietly one of the best drafts, I think, in the yeah. league. And they upgraded at their positions of weakness significantly. Oh, yeah, like yeah. Their secondary was their weakness. And they went out and got some really good free agent pieces that could be really dangerous. And I think Baker Mayfield really turned it up at the end of the season because they had that familiarity because he missed the offseason with a new receiving core. Yeah. He has that time and that uh, the reps to build camaraderie yeah, no, and timing no for, for for sure i think i think the interesting thing about the browns last year is that you saw glimpses of this as like a really good team and then you also saw them like get super lucky to win yeah um 
I mean, so CBS uh, has their over-under at 10, which I think is probably just about right for them. I actually, this is the team I think, I didn't get much into it. I think the Bills are going to have a little bit of a regression, not because they're not good, but because the schedule that they have is a little bit harder. Yeah. I think the Browns are actually going to be the number two seed in the AFC. Mm. I think that this team is going to win 12 to 13 games because yeah. of the upgrades that they've made. So I, I think this team's going to be really, really solid. I mean, I mean, I mean, I think, I think the talent is definitely there. You know, I would not oh, be, yeah. I would not be surprised if they're, you know, AFC title game contenders. But I think mm-hmm. also, I, you know, I would not be surprised if they were a ten and seven, eleven and six team. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's just like you know, like like if you take this, their 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 October, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they play. The Vikings, the Chargers, the Cardinals, the Broncos, the Steelers. I mean, I think you'd say they're probably the best team in all those games. Yeah. But they're not miles ahead of any of those teams, I don't think. You know, that like, yeah. If they go two and three in October, that makes sense to me, right? Like, I would be, I wouldn't be shocked, right? I mean, they, also, if they went, you know, four and one in October, I wouldn't be surprised. And so, yeah, I think October, they could legitimately, I think, sweep that that time is but that's what it's going to take for the kind of season i think they're going to have yeah. to have is yeah. they're going to have to be great but I, I, they could also take a step backwards yeah i was gonna, i was going to say i think you know at the end of october i think we'll know whether the browns are for real or not you know i yeah. think i think watching them you know travel to play the vikings and the chargers watch them play you know the cardinals the browns you know, all these different teams that are like all like you know should be a tier below them if they can mm-hmm. go go out four and one, five and zero oh in October, I think they won't yeah. be like, okay, this is a legitimate team, right? Because obviously, you know, they've got the hardest game to start the season, you know, in Kansas yeah. City. Um, then they have like, you know, the easiest game for week two. Then yeah. is that they have you know the Texans at home, you know, then they have the Bears, which you know, who knows what the Bears are going to be? I mean, we we still haven't gotten to talk about them yet. So who knows? But they also have the Bears at home. Like, yeah, I, I think the Browns could again. They have such a weird situation where they have the path with those two first games with after the Chiefs, Texans and the Bears. Like, if they win both those games and they go into Vikings, Browns, Vikings, Chargers away, and they find a way to go three and one, four and on that section, yeah. they could steamroll all the way oh, until yeah. no, December no. where they play the Ravens. No, no, for 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 sure. I think I I think that you know. You know, but I think we'll see those those five games in October. I think are a good sampling of teams that they should be better than if they're if they're a playoff, if they're a Super Bowl contender, right? So that it's like you know, you know, they should be winning probably all five of those games if they're a real legitimate Super Bowl contender. And you know, you know, if they win, you know, but I think that there's a good chance, you know, just with if the luck turns against them, that they could be losing, you know, two or three of those games. That's a warning sign for the Browns, I think, if they you know, don't come up with at least four wins in October. What do you think about that? I think they're if they don't come up with four wins in October, the season's going to be really like a bummer for them because yeah. then they because then it's it's kind of hard to build momentum because October at, at the end of October you play the Steelers, then you play the you can try building it Bengals, Patriots. Bill Belichick always plays teams tough in November and December. Yeah, and yeah, you get the Lions, but then you play Ravens. You have, you go Ravens, then you have bye week Ravens, and that's just gonna be tough because it's a rivalry game yeah and then like you if they don't their momentum time is in october if they don't build the momentum in october 
they're going to have to scrape and claw for wins against teams that they should beat, but that are going to play them tough. Yeah. So I think, I think they, I just have faith that they'll build that momentum in October and kind of steamroll all the way until November. And then maybe they go the last six games of the season, go like three and three or four and two. But this is a, a solid team of guys that I think could really surprise a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I mean, but it's all based on can they build that momentum early in the season? Yeah, I mean, I mean, because it's because it's like you know, the the end of the season, you know, you know, it's it, it's not great. You know, I mean, obviously they got the, you know, two Ravens games in a row. You know, you know they should probably they should probably beat the Raiders, but then, then they got to go play the Packers in Green Bay. They're not beating the Packers in Green Bay on Christmas Day. That's yeah, not you know, then then they got to go play the Steelers in Pittsburgh, which you know. Even though I think they should be better than the Steelers this year, it's always play, a tough game. Yeah, playing your rivalry in you know away in you know the last week you know last couple weeks of the season that's tough. You know then they, they should probably beat the Bengals. But yeah, I mean I mean that's a tough that's a tough last six games for them. Um, also with such a late bye, you know it's going to be interesting to see how they hold up in terms of injury and stuff. You know they were also the least injured team last year. You know, which means yeah. that obviously some of these people, you know, you know, obviously that's good if these people are just like durable and don't get hurt as often. But also, you know, it could be kind of again. You just with, usually don't get that lucky. Yeah, again with the luck, right? There could be some reversion to the mean in terms of, um, you know, are the Browns going to be like super injured this year and they're going to lose a bunch of one score games? Are they going to lose a bunch of fumbles? And if that case, you know, maybe they are. A ten and seven yeah. team, right? Which is, you know, a possibility. I think in my mind. Yeah, but moving on to the Chiefs. Yeah. What Chiefs, is what is their uh, Chiefs? They have they have of course they have the highest uh, over under for the season at twelve wins. Um, I think it's hard to go under on that. I think you kind of have to go over. I mean, what do they have? Eleven. Eleven. Yeah. No, they have no 12. there's no way they only win eleven. Twelve. There's. If I think they'll 12. be over. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it's hard for me. I mean, I mean, again, I think that there's, you know, that, that that's kind of like I would say eleven or eleven or twelve, twelve, sorry, twelve. I think twelve is like their absolute floor. Like if like they get a bunch of injuries, they're still probably winning twelve games. Yeah, and like they just like it sounds bad, but they play the weakest division, in the NFC, the NFC East. Like, yeah. So like you like. Just going on the schedule, there's no team that I think can really beat them like, consistently. The Browns maybe, but yeah, like, I mean, the I mean, Ravens, the Ravens are already injured already, so they, they can't keep up. Them. They have a little bit of a first tough, t- tough first two weeks, just in terms of, but but the yeah, yeah again, I'm not sure that the Ravens with their injuries and some of their personnel issues they're having are going to be at their best in week two, which mm-hmm. means that the Chiefs should probably win that game. You know, yeah, I mean, I, I could see, you know, the Chargers maybe picking up a win on them, but, you know. But yeah. For me, like, the, the new offensive line that the Chargers have, which I think is really, really good. Yeah. Um, but the problem is that they are they won't have, like, the chemistry probably by September. So then yeah. then it's like, okay, the Chiefs probably win that. They will crush the Eagles. Maybe the Bills can take the win for well, yeah, them. Well, yeah, well, I was going to say. I mean, but we, it's still an arrowhead. Yeah, we talked about this with the Bills, right? That it's like that game, Bills versus Chiefs. That's going to tell us a lot about the Bills. It'll also tell us a lot about the Chiefs, you know? If the Chiefs yeah. struggle against the Bills, 
you know, maybe there's a chance they could be struggling against the Titans or the Packers later. But again, you know, I mean, they get the Packers in Arrowhead, which is, you know, yeah, like there's seven toughest games, like five of them. Like I would say the the best teams that they play on the, on the roster: Browns, Ravens, Chargers, Bills, Titans, Packers. And then if you want to put the Cowboys and Washington in there, but like of those ones that I mentioned, only two of them are away. Like yeah. they play all their really good teams in Arrowhead, one of the hardest places to play. And then once they get past like November seventh, like then it's like the hardest team they play the rest of the season is maybe the Chargers again. But yeah, I mean. I mean, obviously, we haven't got to the Raiders yet. The Raiders are very weird. I could see the Raiders maybe beating them, you know, in LA, in Las Vegas. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's a not too difficult um, end of the season, which means you can probably rest your guys more, which means that there's a better chance they're in the playoffs. I mean, I mm-hmm. think it's a basic pick, but I think the Chiefs have the best chance of making it to the Super Bowl. I mean... Oh, yeah. I well, mean, this, their team's so good, man. Yeah, I mean, and it's, you know, I mean, and, you know, there, there's there's nothing they got worse at, you know. All those people that were injured at the end of the end of last year are, you know, back, you know. So, I mean, I think there's, you know, that... And they got better at their offensive line. Like, their two yeah. tackles that they picked up are probably better. Like, those guys were great. Don't get me wrong, until they got hurt. Yeah, uh, Schwartz and um, oh shoot, is it? Uh, I can't remember uh, the other guy. Schwartz and Fisher, yeah. but like they picked up Orlando Brown, right from the the Ravens. Like they yeah. got some good pieces here. No, I think the no. Chiefs are locked to get to the AFC Championship again and probably the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's like unless the Chiefs get injured, it's hard to find a team that is better than them, right? That it's like you know they yeah. lo- they lost to the Bucks in the Super Bowl mostly because they were injured. Like not to take away from what the Bucks did, like the Bucks were obviously a good team. And I'm not trying to, you know, say like all oh, the Bucks suck or anything, but just that like the Chiefs lost mostly because they were injured. I think that if they yeah. if they can stay healthy this year, if they can, you know, have the injury luck that like the Browns had last year, like yeah. you know, there's nobody that is, you know, better than them. I don't think. Yeah, there's like again, it's any given Sunday a team can win, but there is pound for pound. If they were to play like a three three game series, there's no team that could beat the Chiefs three times in a row. Yeah, absolutely. It's like. And that's like even I think going into two games, like even against a team like the Browns or the the Bills, their biggest con- competition in the AFC, they play both of them at home. If they win those games, going into Arrowhead again, I don't think that either one of those teams can beat them in Arrowhead if they go through. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, that, that path to the I mean, AFC. I mean, I mean, that's the thing is that I think that there's a pretty good chance that the Chiefs are the one seed, which means they get to play all their games in Arrowhead. In which Arrowhead, is, yeah. which is like you know probably the most like best home field advantage stadium in, in the league, you know? Yeah, they, definitely right now it is. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they do in terms of, you know, injuries and stuff, but mm-hmm. good team. All right, we got Dolphins going to New England to play the Patriots. Dolphins uh, at Patriots. Yeah. This is a game I have no idea how to feel about it. Yeah, I mean, you can tell that the, the odds makers um, – didn't really know what to do either. I mean, they just, it's, you know, New England minus two and a half because they're at home. You know, it's yeah, like, that's a big game because that's like a, a coin flip because the home field is usually three and a half or three point. Yeah. So yeah. I just, this situation is so weird because I think you have two really good coaches, one yeah. great young one in Brian Flores and Bill Belichick, probably the greatest football coach ever. Yeah. Um, and both of them have quarterback questions because Mac Jones is a rookie. 
And he had a good, he had a great preseason, but he's still a rookie quarterback going up against a really tough defense in the first game. And then you have Tua Tungvaluwa, who just has a lot of questions around him. So yeah, like, I mean, it's like he didn't play bad last year. Like a lot of people say, he played. He didn't play bad last year, but he didn't play good last year either. You know, similar to Jalen Hurts, obviously he played better than Jalen Hurts, but it's like we haven't seen him be good. Which yeah, you know. Doesn't mean he can't be good, but it just means that, like, you know, I'm not saying like, oh, I think he's gonna be good this year. It's like, you know, like with Herbert, you know, we saw Herbert be good last year, um, which means that like I'm more comfortable saying he's gonna be good this year than I am with someone like Tua, who I'm like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. Tua is, you know, obviously was ranked at the same, you know, same tier as Herbert in the draft, but it's like, you know, he just didn't have the have the breakout season that Herbert did last year, which means that I'm you know, more likely to, you know, say, I don't know. And I don't know with Mac Jones either, right? That it's like Mac Jones could be, you know, the next Justin Herbert, Andrew Luck, who just is good from the rookie season. Or he could be, you know, someone who sucks in the rookie season, even if they end up being good later, right? Like like Peyton Manning was bad in his rookie season, and he, you know, mm-hmm. Hall of Famer, right? So, yeah, but I mean... I also, like... People are also overrating the weapons of New England. Like, I think Hunter Henry's a good tight end and John Smith's a good tight end as well, but they're both like middle of the pack tight ends. Yeah. And their receivers that they got, like Kendrick Bourne's not great. Nelson Aguilar, people have memed him because he has bricks for hands. Like, they're solid weapons, but they're not great receiving threats. Their running backs are their best part, but. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, the thing with New England is, like, I don't see who's, who's wide receiver number one on that team, you know? Yeah. And, probably Myers, probably Jacob Myers. Yeah, but it's like, but, is. Would he be wide receiver number one on a majority of NFL teams? No. You know, no. he is a below average wide receiver number one, which, you know, just, you know, it's, it's concerning, right? That it's like, all, all, you know, you want, if you want your rookie quarterback to succeed, you want him to have a bunch of weapons and you want him to, you know, all of that. And, you know, I don't see that necessarily in New England, even if they have a team that's like, you know, probably pretty good. You know, yeah. are they good enough to like you know sort of carry a rookie quarterback? I don't know. I mean, that's the thing is that both these teams have a ton, a ton of questions. Um, CBS, but defenses has... that look really good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Defense I mean, I mean, on offense, yeah. On, on defense, both of them I think are above average defenses. You know, probably both even you know top ten defenses. Maybe you know they're both at that level. Yeah. Um, but, but you, you can tell that the CBS people, they also don't know what to think about this. Both yeah. both teams uh, have an over-under of nine, which is, you know. Like, these two teams are, are definitely wild-card potential teams. I think that I mean, it's... yeah, I, I mean, the issue is, is that I don't think anyone knows what we're getting with either team, right? I mean, you know, mm-hmm. like, 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 I think the Dolphins could be, you know, almost even challenging the Bills if to a plays up to his potential right yeah um but they have a tough opening five weeks like you play patriots which will be a difficult game because that defense the bills i think they're gonna they're gonna win even though they're at home they'll beat the raiders but the colts defense can surprise teams and then they play the bucks like they could come out of that time one and four yeah and yeah they have some easier games down the schedule but like i think nine wins is about right i think nine ten wins is fine yeah but they're just Again, like we're talking about momentum a lot, like trying to build it. Like 
the spot that they could build momentum would be October, but they play the Bills right at the end of October before they go play the Texans. So, yeah, yeah they play Jaguars-Falcons. Probably two wins, but then the Bills loss, and then you go to Texans-Ravens. Like, they don't have the, the, the space in their schedule for two to like necessarily build confidence if he's struggling. Yeah, I mean I mean and, and I think it's basically the same with the Patriots, right? Other than like, you know, you have the X factor of Bill Belichick, you know, being great yeah. at coaching, but it's like I just don't know what to expect when it comes to Mac Jones because, you know, obviously you know, we obviously Jones and Tua from the same came from the same program, Alabama, which is, you know, Yeah historically done a all right job of preparing for the NFL, but not necessarily in quarterbacks. There's not a whole lot of mm-hmm. Alabama quarterbacks that are, you know, in the hall of fame, you know? So, no. so but like, it, it, it'll be, I mean, I think the Patriots have, have, have the same thing, right? That it's like, you know, dolphins will kind of be a toss up and they get to play the jets, you know, but they, yeah, they, have, they have to go play the saints and then the Buccaneers and then they get to play the Texans, you know, and then they, but then they got the Cowboys, which, you know, could you know that could be either or, but like well, yeah, I, I mean, I think that what I'm thinking is probably going to be just like a pretty high scoring, you know, kind of shootout game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it'll be interesting. I think that both of these teams, it's so up in the air. It's just like how does their quarterback play, right? That it's like you yeah, know, we, you know, we've seen them both be really good in college. We've we have yet to see either one of them be good in the NFL. Obviously, Mac Jones hasn't played, and because Tua, you know, it was a weird year last year for Tua. Like, I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm like concerned about him. It's just for both, for both Tua and Jones. I just you know got, got no idea. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. you know. And the thing is, if either of them pop, their defenses and their coaches are good enough to keep them. Like they don't have to be a great quarterback. They they're good. They're gonna win probably ten games. Yeah. But I think if I had to pick one that is more likely to pop like that, I would probably lean simply on 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 Miami actually more than the Patriots just because I like Miami's offensive pieces more than I like the Patriots offensive pieces in their receiving core and their running back because I think yeah. Miles Gaskin is super underrated but they're both like they're they're banking on their quarterback doing well but yeah. I also think think that like these two teams in the long run that's not like their focus cuz no they don't need to like make the playoffs this year to be validated like if 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 the Patriots go nine and eight or ten and seven and they don't make the playoffs, and Mac Jones plays good, then you're like, oh, for the future we've got a good defense. We get oh, yeah. we get one good receiver. Now you have a threat. Now you're on like a dangerous team. Yeah, well, I, I was gonna say I think both the Patriots and the Dolphins, they're not in win now mode, right? They, again, they both have young quarterbacks. That you know, it's a little bit of kind of proof of concept this year, right? That it's like, you know, prove that we're right for getting this for drafting this guy and playing him. And then prove that our system is going to work. Yeah, and I think that you know, if any of these teams you know are eight and nine, nine and eight, ten and seven, that is a win for them, just long term, right? That it's yeah. like that that it shows you know, oh, okay, you know, we, we made the right decisions, um, and you know, ultimately it's going to work out. Um, yeah, yeah. Again, I, I think I think you know both of them at nine wins that makes a lot of sense to me. Just you yeah. know. You know, because, I mean, if you look at either one of their schedules, you know, like I have, I have the Dolphins here pulled up, right? That it's like, you know, the Dolphins are, you know, they're, they're probably worse than the Bills, probably better than the Raiders, you know, probably better than the Coles, probably worse than the Bucks. You're just kind of going through, you're like, you, you can't really make any definitive statements other than like, you know, you know, yeah, if they played the Chiefs, they'd be worse than them, right? And if they play, you know, they play the Ravens, they're probably worse than the Ravens, right? But it's like, 
it's hard to make definitive statements about these either teams, of these yeah. teams because you don't know what the quarterback play is going to be. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'll be, you know, who knows for both those teams. Now moving if on. If I had to pick, I would say nine is right. I would say the, the Dolphins, I would go over with ten. I think the Patriots are right at nine. I think that that's where I would stand. Yeah. I mean, for, for, for me, you know, any of these teams could be eight and nine, nine and eight, or ten and seven. I think that, that one of those three records is right for both these teams. Yeah. Unless one of their quarterbacks just pops off and then we'll all be looking silly, you know, when the Dolphins yeah. are, mm-hmm. you know, like 15 and, and two. 12 and five. Yeah, something yeah. insane. Hey, who knows? All right, moving on. Now we have the Broncos at the Giants. That's a, another great game. Hard hitting action. This is eight defensive game like this game this is going to be a game that i will probably enjoy because i like watching defenses play but this is going to be a slow boring game for a lot of other people and a lot of other fans because they're playing in new york right well technically in uh new jersey but yes uh it is you're right it is it is at metlife um yeah which is yeah you know and and then you have you know the broncos are favored by three which probably feels right that i feel like the yeah. the broncos are a better team but like i don't know how good the broncos are it's just like this is a team i think the broncos if i were to describe a team in the nfl that is the perfect example of a mediocre team would be the broncos because yeah. they have so they they're they justin simmons is legit they've got some a pretty good secondary patrick sertan so angry that they took him from the cowboys <laughs> Their, their pass rush is, is really good. Their offensive line is starting to come together, but their quarterback play is is like Teddy Bridgewater is the definition of an average quarterback. Their running back, like you're leaning on a rookie, Javonta Williams, or Melvin Gordon, who's flaky. Yeah. Your receiving core, Cortland Sutton's okay, but like Noah Fant is like a top 10 tight end, but that's because the tight end position is pretty weak in the NFL right now. Like, it's just like they're just an average team. They need a core. Like if they would have gotten Aaron Rodgers, this team I think would be Super Bowl contender because yeah. they have the rest of the around it. But their their team is just not like this is a team that is not going to win tons of games because they're just not good enough at quarterback to overcome teams that they're slightly worse than, but that they could potentially beat with a better quarterback. Yeah, I was gonna say I think that the. Broncos are kind of in the same boat as the Dolphins and the Patriots, except you know they're not going to have a good quarterback. You know, yeah. like, well, the Dolphins and the Patriots, you know, like, we think that, like, you know, there's a good chance both of those quarterbacks will be good. I feel like there's, like, not a lot of hope that either Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater is going to be the answer if the Broncos need a quarterback. Yeah. I will say that the Broncos' schedule – like I was just, I took a look at it. Their first three games are cakewalk. <laughs> yeah, so they'll be they'll be three and zero, and then they can they can be the be the you know Falcons this year that will that will that will you know yeah. But then like, on Giants, that, like I think the oh sorry. No, I was gonna say that they're just gonna be like mathematically in the playoffs for a long time because they just won a bunch of games early and will lose lose a bunch. Yeah. Late, you know, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know. December and January, they have Chiefs, which, you know, the Lions, which they should probably win the Lions. Then they have, you know, Bengals and Raiders, which are like the same level as them. And then Chargers, who are better than them, and Chiefs. Like, that's a pretty tough end of the schedule. 
Other than I think they're, of course, but yeah, I think that the, the, like the end of the schedule. This is just like what I mean. Like I think they're better than the Lions, Bron- Bengals, and Raiders, yeah. but they're not better than the Chiefs and the Chargers. So yeah, they'll lose I, those games. I mean, I mean, but they're, and then, they're, like, they're in the same tier as the Bengals and the Raiders. I think, right? Of just like you know, yeah, they're all right. Like, they're you just, know, and they're on the upper end of that tier. Yeah. And so I think they're just like they're gonna be like this is like an eight and eight. Not like this would be an eight and eight team if there were sixteen games, but they're gonna yeah. be like an eight and nine team. Yeah. Um. Which is again fine because if you're trying to recruit oh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, like do you say, hey, look, we like kind of like the what the Bucks did to Brady, like, hey, look, we're a solid team that won games against teams that we probably shouldn't beat. If you show like, oh yeah, we look, we upset the Ravens or we upset the Browns, yeah. like got one steal, like you were here, we would have stolen half, like ten more games, like four or five more games. Yeah, uh, the Broncos here are at seven and a half for the over under. I would say probably the over. I could see them getting to eight wins, maybe even nine, depending on. Yeah, I'd probably say I'd probably say I'd probably say under, just because I think that seven is about their ceiling. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's tough because we, you know, if the quarterback play is like decent, like you know, then then they could be getting eight or nine. But yeah, if the quarterback play is the quarterbacks, you know, Bridgewater and Locke don't play any better than they had in the past, then you're right. It probably they probably are six or seven game wins. It, yeah, it, it's tough. Um, and they, and they don't have like a lot of space in their schedule to start building momentum because yeah. like the first three games they play pretty bad teams, but then they play Broncos. No, they don't play Broncos. They don't play themselves. They play Ravens, and then they play Steelers, which yeah. are two solid teams. Yeah. And then they play the Raiders. Okay, but then they play the Browns. It's like oh shoot. Yeah, and they go then they go Browns football team and Cowboys, which are two two former playoff teams, one hopeful playoff team in my in my boys, but like yeah, that they'll probably go like zero and three in that stretch. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it, it's definitely possible. Um, and you know, again, because they don't have a quarterback that is you know above league average, they don't even have like a you know bad you know a below a league average quarterback. I mean, they have like you know pretty some of the worst quarterbacks in the league in terms of that, you know, the kind of leadership that you might expect, you know, that it's like if they had a better quarterback, they might, you know, win more games or might be able to kind of hold through with it. I just don't see that happening. So No, I don't see it happening either. But yeah. luckily they're playing the worst team in the Giants. Yeah, they're playing a real bad team in uh, these uh, Giants who for some reason have uh, an over-under of seven, which oh. I would – completely hammer that under um like their receiving core to be fair their receiving core weapons and saquon barkley when healthy is really strong yeah their offensive line has been bottom four or five in the league for a reason and they're still bad yeah when you're having to choose between practice squad guys to try to bring up and like yeah their defense is good but Daniel Jones, I also have zero faith in him he fumbles too much he makes bad decisions yeah yeah he's athletic but I mean, Daniel Jones is someone who we haven't seen ever be good, and we've seen be bad, you know? We go back to our conversation about Darnold, same idea, right? That it's like, they've never they've never been good, and then we've seen them be bad. Like, why do you think they're going to be good now? Like, And all no, this promise of upside, but they're not fulfilling it. Yeah, like, like, like there, is, there, there is no reason for me to anticipate that... Um, Daniel Jones is going to be any good and you know the offense around him is like overall is okay but yeah you know not good enough to carry a bad quarterback and yeah I mean I 
I don't know. I, I don't see this team being able to win seven games. I mean, you know, no, again, and... again, you're, you're kind of picking them out there that it's like, you know, they kind of have to win every game that they're at all favored in, you know? Yeah. And then, and there's just like in the first two games, the first two games in particular, like the Broncos and Washington have really good front sevens and pass rushes. So we'll see how that offensive line and Daniel Jones are going to handle. If they can't hang up, like hang with these teams, they start like a Saints have a decent pass rush. The Rams have a great pass rush. The the Chiefs, the Cowboys, if they play up to their level, the Bucks. There's just like the Chargers and the Dolphins. There's teams that will just eat them alive, oh, and they're sure, not going to yeah. be able to use those weapons because they don't have enough time. Yeah, and it's like, and it's like if you want a you know below league average quarterback to be good, you need to get him a good line, right? That it's like, yeah. you know. Not, I mean, you know, obviously it's hard to tell because they've had such different careers, but it's like, you know, Baker Mayfield, not a great quarterback, not elite, right? But he's good, yeah. and the Browns are good because he's got, like, an incredible line, and he's got, like, a running threat. Like, that doesn't – I mean, I guess, you know, if Saquon is, you know, good, you know, maybe there's a chance of a running threat. But, you know, again, you know, you need a line to have a running threat, really, right? You know, so it's like – with a bad line, it's just going to make a bad quarterback even worse, I think. And I, yeah. think, I think the Giants are actually maybe a contender for the number one overall pick. Yeah, I, I think that they, I think that their offensive weapons are just too explosive to do that. Yeah, no, but I like, mean, even then, Saquon Barkley doesn't have a hole; like he can't run. Like yeah, it's not going to work. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's like obviously, like there are good and there are bad running backs. I'm not saying that like all running backs are the same. But yeah. it's like it's like you need a good line for a good running back to actually be statistically successful, right? Yeah. To, to be scoring touchdowns, to be getting a lot of yards, and I don't think the Giants have that. Like I'm not saying Saquon is bad, but I just don't think that he's has the situation to be good this year, right? That he's that he might you know make some cool plays, you know, and juke out some guys. Is he going to be scoring a bunch of touchdowns? No. Is he going to be able to you know? be a real threat so that you can actually do play action. I don't think so. Right. That it's like, you know, he's good, but I don't think he's good enough to be good yeah. without, without the, a line. They're going to be leaning on their defense, which overperformed and it has some really solid pieces, especially on the interior yeah. defensive line to keep them in games. And that defense is solid enough last year to hold them in games. But like, there's not the main area where I, I, I hesitate with the giants is they don't have a guy that I can re- name off the top of my head that can get you a turnover because when you need yeah. when you don't have a great offense you need a defense that can generate turnovers and force your team to get short field and they don't have a guy like that that can that can like they don't have like a tj watt or an aaron donald that can yeah with these teams that maybe that, that's not the best example with aaron donald but even like a like we've questioned the browns offense sometimes like miles garrett who can generate a turnover and give teams short field so that they can take advantage of that. They, the, the Giants have more of like a Patriot-style defense, which is really solid, but they hold teams from scoring, don't generate turnovers. Then they need the offense to be efficient, and I don't think this offense is going to be very efficient. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm looking at this roster right now that it's like, I don't know how many of these people are, yeah, actually going to be able to be, you know, really inter, you know interception machines i don't know mm-hmm. you know i mean it's like you know you know their free safety xavier mckinney who's like you know was like really good out of alabama he had one interception last year right you know yeah that's that that's kind of concerning if you're looking you know that you know you know i mean because because 
you know, the Giants under Joe Judge, they, they play a similar defense to what they play in Arizona under um, Vance Joseph. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, you need your free safety to be making interceptions and, you know, one, not enough, you know? Yeah. I mean, so it it'll be it'll be interesting to see, but Yes. But, yeah, I mean, I mean that's there 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 are other free safety also. Um, what's his name? I just looked. Uh, Logan Ryan. He also had one interception last year, right? That yeah. it's like, I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. You know, if they can cause some turnovers, create some chaos, maybe there's a chance that yeah they could be okay. But it's like you know, I, I mean, doubt it. I just doubt it. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like even even with some of these other people they have, you know, it's like, okay, you know, Sterling Shepard is good, you know, who's, who's, who's going to be the number two receiver, you know, if you can get a line going, you know, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, I mean, to me that there, there's, there's not a ton of upside unless, you know, a lot of players just start, you know, being a lot better than, than we've seen them <laughs> be, which, you know, is possible, but is it likely? I don't know. And, you know. Mm-hmm. But moving on to from one of the more boring defensive games to a pretty exciting game just because of all the questions that are in it. Uh, the Packers yeah. versus the Saints Packers being played Saints. in Jacksonville. It's in, it's in, in Jacksonville? Do they finally get that announced? Yeah, the Saints picked Jacksonville because they realized that the worst traveled location for Packers fans is Jacksonville. So they're like, oh, okay, we're going to move this game there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's still it's it's, it's going to be an away game for the Saints. Actually, like they're the home team, yeah. it's going to be an away game. I mean, and the Packers travel super well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of games, you know, the Packers have more fans in the stands than the other team, especially in a you know quote unquote neutral venue. You yeah. know, Saints fans don't travel, uh, which makes me happy. I hate the Saints. Saints are my least favorite NFL <laughs> team. I'm excited <laughs> that they're going to be bad this year. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> What's the what's the line for the game? For the game, hold on, here we go. These lines are just in all sorts of weird order. I apologize. That's why I, I struggle to try to find them. Um, uh, Packers are favored by four. Oh, over, over. Yeah, over. I think I get, I think the Saints' defense is still good. They kept a lot of pieces, a lot more pieces than I thought they could, but. The Packers' offense was, I think, number one in the league last year for a reason. Yeah. And there's been a lot of talk around the Packers. Like, this might be Aaron Rodgers' last year, Devontae Adams' last year. They are going to try to put on a show and dominate. They are definitely in win-now mode. Like, more than any... You know, it's like them and the Buccaneers. More than any team in the league. (laughs) Yeah, you know, maybe the Buccaneers are more just because, like, you know, how much time does Tom Brady have left? He's 44, you know... Um, but it's like, yeah, it's like the, the, the Packers, they need to win this year or yeah. the team is going to start to fall apart. Yeah. And like, um, and the, the Saints, like, again, I just have zero faith in Jameis Winston. Yeah. I like, mean, I, I mean, back to Sam Darnold, Jameis Winston has never been a league average quarterback. He's been below average every year he has played. Like I, the, his best year statistically, he threw for five thousand yards and thirty touchdowns, but he also threw for thirty-three interceptions. Yeah, like he. I mean, I mean, so so there's a stat like CQBR plus, which is basically it's a difficult stat to like understand how it works, but it basically averages out that the average quarterback is a hundred. Jameis Winston's best season 
97. Yeah. You know, below average, right? His best season is below average. And also, you know, same argument by Trey Lance is that people just say like, well, you know, Sean Payton is good and he picked James Winston. Therefore, James Winston is good. It's like, that's not how it works. Like people that are good can make bad decisions, right? That it's like, you know, you know, just because, you know, they picked a guy and they put a lot of money into him and everything doesn't mean he's any good, you know, just because you think he's going to be good, right? That it's like, it's like, you know, nobody has seen Jameis Winston be a league average NFL quarterback. I don't think he's going to be a league average NFL quarterback this year. I think that, especially, you know, early on, I think that he's probably going to struggle, you know. Even more so because the Saints, like, the Saints receiving, like, Elvin Kamara is one of the best pass-catching backs in the league, probably the best outside of Christian McCaffrey. But their receiving core, because Michael Thomas is out for first couple games, he's is, out for the whole six weeks, isn't he? He's on the yeah six weeks. He's on the pup he, list, right? Yeah, he is. They are bad. Their their receiving core is not good. Like so, this team might really struggle offensively outside of Kamara. And yeah. yeah, they have a good line that will protect him. But like the the Packers defense is always like like around like ten to fifteenth, which is solid, but. That offense is just so productive. I don't see how the Packers lose this game. I think the Packers are the only team that can really compete with the Bucks for the NFC title, like right now. This yeah. team is really, really good. And I just think the Saints are trending downwards. They've, they have not a lot of chemistry. And you're still going to have, I think, a little bit of a hangover losing Drew Brees. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, it's like, it's like Jameis Winston is not Drew Brees. And, I don't think he ever will be. And, you know, I think that there's a lot, like as much as I hate Drew Brees and I hate the Saints and I want him to lose every single game, you know, there's a amount of me that like has respect for what Drew Brees was able to do in New Orleans. And I think that this idea that you can just like plug and play, even if somebody was as good, it's, I, it's not something that's possible. I think that, you know, there's going to be a step back just because you have a, because just because you have a, new quarterback that you're bringing in who just, you know, has never been good, you know, what makes you think he's going to be good now? I don't know. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I, I, What's the Packers over-under on the season? For the season, Packers are 11 wins. I would put over. I think they're probably yeah. going to win 12 to 13. Yeah, like, I mean... Just because they're just so well-structured. Yeah, I mean, I mean, again, I think that, that, you know, 11 is pretty close to it. I'm not saying it's crazy, but I would agree with you on the over... You know, I mean, I mean, they get a chance, you know. I mean, no one in their division, you know, Vikings are probably the best team in their division, and they're not great, you know. So they have an easy division. You know, they get to play the Lions twice, which is, you know, always good. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, they have a somewhat tough schedule end of October into November. They play the Cardinals, yeah. Chiefs, Seahawks, um then Vikings, and they can play Washington the week before that. So that could be a tough week. You know, maybe they could catch a skid. But I agree with you. The Packers are in win-now mode more than maybe anybody else. You know, it's like yeah. maybe, maybe the Bucks are at a similar kind of win-now mode just because of how old Brady is. But I think the Packers, there's so much motivation for them to do good. Their team is really good. I think it'll be – it'll be – Yeah, um, I think that they're going to – I think they're going to kind of run – the, the table in the NFC North and then 
just carry momentum over. And like the big thing about Aaron Rodgers is he doesn't necessarily play down to competition. And yeah. so I think they're going to do really well. The Saints, uh, on the other hand, might really struggle. <laughs> yeah. What's the over-under on them? Like, uh, the they Saints, have a tough the, schedule, the too. The Saints have an over-under of 9.5, which I think is way too generous. Way too high. I mean, I mean, way I mean, too high. I think it comes down to people just being like, well, like, Sean Payton is good, and therefore... But I think it's, it's, it's similar to the Patriots last year, right? That it's like, yes, you have a good coach, but your team's going to be worse because you lost a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback, you know? Yeah. And they have, like, mid-October, they're going to lose three straight. You're going to go lose at Washington, you're going to lose at Seattle, and you're going to lose to the Bucks. Then you go Falcons, you can win, but Titans, like, they just yeah. you don't have a place where they can build a ton of momentum because they play three teams that are okay. Like, Panthers, they're better than, but the Patriots around their level, they'll beat the Giants, but they don't, they just can't build the momentum to get to even like seven and a half wins. They just, yeah. there's, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I think when it comes down to it, I think they're basically in the same position as the Patriots last year. I think that they're a six or seven, maybe an eight win team that people just are rating high because they're like, well, Sean Payton is good. And that's like, yeah, he's a good coach, you know, but I don't think he's good enough to like coach them through the, you know, crazy off season, you know, turnover on their team. So. Yeah. Like is, is, is Sean Payton a good, like, because you have to beat the, the, the middle team, the teams that are competitive. Is Sean Payton a good enough coach to help this team overcome Washington, Seattle, Dallas, Bills, Titans. Like, those are you where you have to take, like, two wins there. Or, yeah. and, like, the Dolphins. Yeah, you have to take it, three wins there. Is he good enough to do that with the, Jameis Winston as your quarterback? And the answer is maybe, but, like, I don't, I, there's no evidence to support that, right? That, yeah. you know, if somebody was to say, you know, that's likely, I'd say maybe, but it's like, I think it's also equally likely that Jameis is as bad as he ever has been. And, and they win, like, five, six games. Yeah. You know, you know, and it's like, you know, and that doesn't mean that Sean Payton is bad. Just like it doesn't mean Bill Belichick is bad because the Patriots struggled last year, right? It's like it's chaotic to lose a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback, you know? Yeah. And, you know, if it happens to the Packers next year, you know, they'll probably suck, you know? And I think the Packers, yeah. I think Michael Floor is a good coach. But, you know, you can't be, it's hard to be good when you lose such a key part of your team. Yeah, you know, it's just... I think football you just is, can't overcome that. of all of the sports, you know, there's such a reliance on like, you know, one position that doesn't exist in other sports, right? Yeah. Which makes it so difficult, you know, when you lose, you know, one of, you know, probably a top, you know, 20 quarterback of all time in Drew Brees. Like, I don't know how, why you expect to be good, you know, like. And it's know. also a sport that you can only build that rapport and that chemistry with time. You can't do it with, yeah. like, just with talent, like in the NBA or in all, so many other sports, like, where you just, oh, we get the best players. Yeah. Like, even if Jameis Winston has an up year, he doesn't have the rapport with the team. Yeah. And I mean, in the locker room, it, I don't think he'll be able to build that within a couple games. Yeah. And it's like, you know, he's never been, you know, league average or better. So I don't know. I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see. I hope the Saints, you know, go 0-17, but that's just, you know, (laughs) 
You know, we'll I, talk about your hatred of the Saints another time. Yeah, <laughs> I I still haven't forgotten 2009. Um, anyways, uh, all right, but, on, to, uh, on to Sunday night game here. We have the um, Bears are headed to Los Angeles to face the Rams. Oh yeah, um, I, Rams are favored. sorry Bears. Yeah, Rams You're are just out. by seven and a half. I would take the over. Like I think the the Bears defense unfortunately got worse. Their front seven is still great because you got Khalil Mack and those guys. Yeah. Which is still funny because the Raiders asked the Bears to trade back for Khalil Mack. Okay. I mean, <laughs> fair enough, honestly. You know, if I, was, but, if I was the Raiders, I'd be like, can we have him back, please? Like, <laughs> uh, but, like, the just the Rams have, in every single unit, the better team. Yeah, I mean, the, the, this is the second second highest line for this week. Only the... Only the Cowboys Bucks have a higher line. Yeah. Um, but it's like, yeah, first of all, you know, the Rams are much better team and you're traveling to go play them. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah I would not be surprised if this is a three or four score game. And, and also just the Rams D line. is like Aaron Donald's a beast with against one of the worst offensive lines in football and Andy Dalton. The Red Rifle, the man that helped carry the Cowboys to like five wins, um, yeah. is not mobile. He's going to get no. destroyed back there. So, like, the Bears, I think, have no shot. And I also think it's smart that they're starting him over Justin Fields because you don't want to get Justin Fields killed in the first three games. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, it just, it's going to be a, I think it's going to be an absolute mess for the Bears. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, I think this is going to be a tough year for the Bears in general. Bad way to start the season, having to go play the Rams. I mean, especially just if you're, you know, if you're kind of concerned about your offense, which I would be, you know, if I was the Bears. It's like, you don't want to go play Aaron Donald week one, you know? Like, no. Well, like, you know, you, you want to play with a team with a bad defense, you know, week one. Yeah. Yeah, so that's going to suck. I mean, again, the Bears, they kind of fall. I mean, I think they're worse overall than the Patriots or the um Dolphins, but they fall into that same yeah. category, I think, yeah. of just like who knows what the quarterback's going to be. And mm-hmm. when it comes down to, you know, is just, I mean, obviously a lot of teams passed on Justin Fields, which, you know, concerns me. You know, that's like, I'm not an expert. You know, I think Justin Fields is going to be good, like just personally, but it's like all these teams passed on him, including teams that are like really needed quarterback. That concerns me, right? You know, it's like, yeah, something, something's up, you know, if, the professionals are concerned about, you know, fields. So I don't know. Yeah, I think they honestly made a mistake on fields for most of them, but like, you're totally right. There's just a, there, there might be something up with that people are concerned about, but yeah. like, I, I, mean, I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's, it's just like, these are people that professionally, you know, are, you know, scout football. If they are, don't want fields on their, on their team, like that's concerning, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Justin Fields will be good and he can, you know, you know, show everyone how good he is, but it concerns me to watch um, him, you know, know fall that far, you know, as someone who was like potentially a top two pick. And then, you know, obviously, you know, where did he drop to? 10? Uh, he dropped to. Yes, 10, 10 or 11. I think he dropped to, I think he dropped to 11 because the, yeah, because the Giants switched with the Cowboys. Oh, and then okay. I think. Okay. They, yeah. I think the Bears traded up to 11. Yeah, I pulled, pulled the draft, draft up. up. Yeah, yeah he, he went, went to 11. 
Um, which, which is, I mean, it's just kind of concerning, right? I mean, the fact that, you know, three quarterbacks got taken before him, you know, and I mean, I, you know. All three of those teams needed quarterbacks. Yeah, you know, but it's like, you look at these teams that drafted players, you know, that didn't, that didn't draft a quarterback, right? That it's like, you know, other than like Cincinnati and probably Miami, like, if Justin Fields was like, gonna be an incredible you know best best player you know a best quarterback you know like these teams like you know the lions they can use your quarterback the pens they can use your quarterback the broncos the eagles they can use your quarterback they all passed on fields which just concerns me about it you know yeah yeah um we'll see how he plays i mean the um the bears over under they have seven and a half um I would, I would say, say probably, probably under, but I think seven is exactly right. So I think, yeah, so I'd say probably under on that seven and a half. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, you just don't know. I mean, you know, you, you look at the schedule and you, you know, you can pick up some games. You know, they're gonna play the Bengals. They can play the Lions twice, obviously. You know, they play the Giants, but like, there's just not a lot of. Yeah, there's know, not a lot of like win of like games that you're like, oh, they win yeah, that game. You know, but it's like if Fields if Fields plays, if Fields is good. Could they beat the Steelers? Maybe. Could they beat the 49ers? Maybe if Trey Lance isn't doing good and Fields is, you know, that's kind of the first stop on the, you know, Justin Fields revenge tour, right? You know, of you know yeah. getting a chance to you know be, you know, could they beat the Raiders? Maybe, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but there's like this. The thing is, like, there's like I see five wins that are like, oh yeah, those are games that I could see them winning right now with the roster they have, which yeah. is Bengals, Raiders, Lions twice, and then the Giants. Yeah. But other than that, like, then you have to, then you're starting to get to upsets, and even then, the Giants could beat them. the The Raiders could beat them pretty easily. The Bengals even have the offensive firepower to do it. Like, yeah, I mean, for them to be seven and a half, Fields needs to have a, you know. Justin Herbert like season, right? Yeah. And and I don't know. I mean, I would say almost certainly on the under, just because I it would be surprising for me to see Fields jump out like that. But we'll yeah. see. Maybe, maybe Fields is you know secretly going to be really good, and you know have us all eating our words, and you know all these teams yeah. will feel bad that they passed on him, but. I mean, again, it just comes back to rookie quarterback, but a rookie quarterback who, you know, was passed on by a bunch of teams, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Mac Jones, you know, obviously, you know, was passed on by a bunch of teams as well. So it'll be interesting, you know, may, you know, in terms of, you know, who's better, um, the Patriots or the Bears. I just, yeah, I just think the Bears don't necessarily have, like, a super great team Mm-hmm. around him though so it's like even if Justin Fields is really good I think they're kind of like the Chargers last year right they have a really good rookie quarterback and not a whole lot to go off of yeah but moving on towards uh the Rams I'm curious what they're because they have a weird schedule yeah again the NFC West is so tough and they have some really rough games their their roster is loaded yeah so. Rams are here at 10 and a half like 10 11 wins is right about where I'd have them because like yeah, yeah you, mean, play the, you play the Bears and Colts but then you play like Bucks Cardinals Seahawks three in a row and like two of those are division games so you're going to be struggling 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's going to be tough for sure. Uh, they got the Seahawks on short rest, um, which is going to suck for them. They're almost certainly going to lose that game on short mm-hmm. rest in Seattle. Like that's that's going to be tough on them. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just think that it, it's it's a rough game. You know, I mean. If there's anywhere they could build momentum, it's it's late October, early November, because you got Lions, Rams, nope, uh, and nope. the Giants before. Nope. The before the. They're the Rams. Sorry, you're right. They got Giants, Lions, Texans. I was looking at the Lions. <laughs> okay. Uh, but like, if they if like that after that Seahawks game, they could maybe go three and zero, and then try to use that momentum to carry over to the Titans. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, and, but then they, but then it's Titans, Niners, Packers. Like that's a tough. Yeah. Break. I mean, I mean, they get the Titans in L.A., but still, you know, that's concerning. You know, Titans are a good team anyways. I mean, they're, you know, pretty similar level, I would say. You know, I think they're better than the 49ers, but I'm kind of down on the 49ers. But we could see. Yeah. And, and then they got to go to Lambeau. You know, that's always tough, you know. and mm-hmm. Like, they're just a team, I think, like, I think a yeah, I think. I, I, Eleven wins because I think Matt Stafford being in a better situation, yeah, I'd go I mean, over. I mean, I mean, but. I mean, we'll we'll see, right? I mean, you know, it's the same kind of thing, you know, is that we've never seen Matt Stafford be really good, and so I don't know, you know, people kind of assume he will be because the Lions just suck, but you know, we'll see, right? You know, you know, I think if he plays up to you know his kind of expectations, I think yeah, they're they're an eleven twelve win team. Yeah, but yeah, I think also their schedule is kind of tough. I mean, they play. Cardinals Seahawks back to back weeks twice, like yeah, you know, that's tough to play two division games back, you know, back to back, you know, ever. But you have to do it twice, you know, against, you know, a team's, you know, I mean, a, a Cardinals team that's probably you know at a similar level to them, maybe a little bit worse, and then a Seahawks team that's you know probably a little bit better, you know, that's, that's going to be tough, you know. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, and and like they end the, you know, they end the season, you know. In Arizona to play the Cardinals versus the Seahawks, in in Minnesota to play the Vikings, you know, at the Ravens, and then against the 49ers. Like that's a tough end of the season. You know, you got three division games and two teams that are probably in the contention for the playoffs. You know, late yeah. in the season, like that's going to be a tough game for the Rams. A tough end of the end of the season for the Rams. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be like last year. It'll be down to the wire between them and the Cardinals of who's a wild card team, like it was last year. I think mm-hmm. that you know they're both kind of at that level of like you know really good, but maybe not quite good enough because to win a division because the Seahawks are like probably better than them, but you know still you know probably a top you know close to the top ten in the NFL teams. I would say. Yeah, yeah, I think that those. I, I think Matt Stafford will prove a lot of people wrong this season. Yeah, well, I mean, but I mean, their schedule breaks down so that like he will he will not be as great as advertised. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we will definitely see. It'll be it'll be an interesting one for sure. Um, now we go to uh, Monday night game. Uh, we have the Ravens are headed to Las Vegas to play the Raiders. Uh, this is an interesting line. The Ravens here are favored by four points. What do you think about that? Oh, this is... I I am so down on the Raiders. I think the Raiders are going to be a bottom six, bottom seven team in the league. I know it's, like, weird, but, like, I think the the 
the Ravens are just such a better team. Like, okay, obviously you have Lamar Jackson. Yes, they have some injuries with their running backs, but the Raiders just have nothing going. I think John Gruden is not a great coach. I think Derek Carr is an average quarterback. Their receiving core is not great. Their running back, Josh Jacobs, is really good, but their offensive line is new and old, which is a terrible combination, and their defense is is just bad. Like, I think the Ravens are going to run all over the field with this team. Yeah. And it's just, like, I, I legitimately have the Raiders going, like, maybe winning five, five games. They, I just I have no faith in them as a franchise and as a team. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's so tough because the Raiders every year they like look really good and they win a lot of surprising games and then they lose a bunch of like easy games and that's like the Raiders every single year. Yeah, I mean, I've seen nothing of them really getting better this year. You know, which means that they're probably about the same level they were last year. You know, are they, you know, they're probably going to do some, you know, upsets and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I just think that, that like, you know, the, I mean, the Raiders have a pretty tough schedule. I mean, they go Ravens, Steelers, Dolphins, Chargers to start the season. That's a tough four weeks. I think that's four losses. Like the Steelers are going to be healthy. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's four straight. I mean, I mean, it, it, it certainly could be four straight losses. You know, which which would be tough for them. Um, you know, then they have a little bit of an easier thing with Bears, Broncos, Eagles, Giants. You know, then then they have to go play the Chiefs for the first time. You know, I mean, like their schedule is so weird, and the Raiders are such a weird team that, like, yeah, you know, I mean, so their their over under for the Raiders is eight. I don't think they get there, but you know, I have them way under because I just, I just like what you're, what, the thing you're mentioning, I think is really cool, good and important to remember is that they've always like, they're so weird because they just win some games that they shouldn't win. Yeah. And then they do what they did against like the jets where they're losing the entire game and they win somehow. Yeah. Or like, or like they beat the chiefs and they like circle, but then they get blown out by these garbage teams. I think that this team though, just those other teams had a lot of like potentially talented positions. And this year, their most talented position is probably their wide receiving core, including Darren Waller. And they just don't have the offensive line to protect them. They don't have the defense. Like, yeah. I just I think that this team lost some talent, and John Gruden is starting to get figured out as kind of a fraud of a coach. Yeah, I mean, I don't know necessarily be a fraud. He's, 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 he just he plays the same game every week, you know. And yeah, and I think teams are starting to be like, that's just not going to work. Yeah, the, 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 he's been figured out a little bit, right? And yeah, I mean, I think that they, you know, there's a chance they could get to eight, but I'd say probably it's the under, you know, and they'll they'll probably you know beat the Chiefs at least once, and then you know lose to the Giants or something. Well, yeah, but like they, like they'll be like, oh yeah, it's like the let's say they go like two and three through that stretch, like they beat like the the Chargers and they beat like the, the Steelers, and when they play the the Ravens all through the Bears. Then they'll be like, oh, they go 0-3 against the Broncos, Eagles, and Giants. Yeah, and then they'll go beat the Chiefs the next week. And you're like, what? what is this team? I don't like, get it. How does, this, how does this work? And then they lose the Bengals. They lose the Cowboys. They they lose the Washington and then like play the Chiefs and lose again. Like, they're just such yeah, a weird know, team. And they'll, and they'll go beat the Browns on the 19th or whatever. Yeah, I mean. I mean, yeah, but like it's, the six games at the end, too, are just tough. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's hard to predict them other than I think they're probably not going to be super good. I mean, yeah, that's a tough December and January. You know, Washington, then the Chiefs at Arrowhead, Browns, 
you know, Broncos and Colts are probably teams they should be able to beat. But then, you know, who knows, right? I mean, and it's like, you know, the Colts might be on the wild card. You know, Broncos might be Same on, with the on Chargers. the wild card. Yeah, and then, yeah, Chargers. So it's like three games where, like, the, the, their opponent's probably going to be in the wild card hunt, you know, maybe, you know, so they're going to be kind of extra motivated. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a little higher than you are on the Raiders, but I think they're just so inconsistent that it's like, you know, we, yeah. need, we need to see them play consistently good for four or five weeks before I'll be able to be like, okay, they're good. Because like they'll, they'll play like, you know, good for two or three weeks and then really bad for a month and then, you know, good for a couple weeks or whatever, right? So, I don't know. It'll be... Yeah, I, I just... I guess it's just my Raider hate because I have a couple friends that are huge Raiders fans, but like, I just don't have faith in this team. Yeah. To any degree. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I think that they're, they're so inconsistent that I would just say, you know, whatever, like, you know, if they, could they get to eight wins? Maybe. Is that likely? Probably not. Yeah. But I think that wraps up our predictions and our no, thoughts on just the we, overall we season. We haven't talked about the Ravens yet. Oh, we haven't talked about the Ravens. You're right. You're right. Uh, I forgot about them. over under of eleven. I think I think I have to go with under on that. I mean, they're they're already I would go with under two. They're already beat up going into the season. Yeah. You know they have to play the Chiefs in week two. That's gonna suck. At the you know. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's. I think that that the Ravens are you know if they can stay healthy, which obviously they already aren't. But if they can stay healthy, then. Um, you know, there's a chance that they could, you know, be AFC title contenders. But I think that in reality, they're probably going to end up being the second best team in their division. I think the Browns are probably going to be better than them. What do you think? I think I think the problem that the Ravens had is through some of the injuries with like to Bateman and to J.K. Dobbins, as well as some offseason losses with Orlando Brown and uh, Matthew Judon. They just have lost not like not like a superstar, but they've lost key pieces to their team that hurt their overall production in minor enough ways that will, I think, come back to bite them. And I think that they're, this is a team that I could see missing the playoffs, not because they're not good, but because that just like from injuries and a couple key pieces missing. And the big thing is if Lamar Jackson doesn't develop into like a really good passing threat, because he's an amazing running, running quarterback. But if he doesn't get to the point where you can, he, you are scared if you're behind because he can, Put yeah. some points on the board. They're gonna really struggle. So in like their schedule, they play some solid defenses. Like mid like October, they play the Broncos defense, the Colts defense, and the Chargers. Those are solid defenses. Yeah, I mean then they go in Oh, I was gonna say I think I think the issue with the Ravens is that like they don't have a two minute drill really, which means that like no. they're gonna struggle more in close games, which means that, you know, yeah, they might lose, you know, five or six one score games and that's going to be that's going to be the difference you know may, maybe right you know in terms of them you know being division winners or not right is like can they win yeah. close games and i just i think that we've yet to see them run a concise two minute drill which means mm-hmm. that there's a chance that they could be losing a lot of close games which you know is the difference between them winning 11 games or winning you know nine games right which is kind of, you know, I think the window, right, is that, you know, are they an 11 and yeah. 16? Maybe. But also they could be a 9 and 8 team pretty equally, I'd say. But, like, and especially the last seven games, like, of their last seven, five of them are divisional games, and the two non-divisional games, they're home, but they're it's Packers-Rams. Yeah. Like, they go Browns-Ravens-Browns, Packers-Bengals-Rams-Steelers. Yeah. And 
I know the Bengals aren't good, but like those are all division games, which are always tight. Yeah. Well, and then Packers Rams, like if they have a bad break here or there, is like some injuries pop up or and it, and Lamar it, just doesn't play great. They could lose those games. Well, yeah. And it's, and it's like, if, if you look, you know, at the Bengals, especially, you know, at that, at the end of that and the end of the season, you know, if Joe Burrow's kind of come into his own, you know, the Bengals could turn that game into a shootout. The Ravens maybe can't keep up with because they can't pass well enough, you know? Yeah. Like, like, like that's kind of the concern, right? That it's like, you know, you know, that kind of game, if they're, even if it's close, you know, Ravens versus Bengals, if that game is close, that is kind of disastrous, I think, for them going into the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I, the, it, again, they could maybe pull it out because you can never count out Lamar Jackson and, and Harbaugh for how solid they are and Lamar's great player he's a former mvp for a reason yeah yeah no no but... no, no no i mean i mean i mean i think if they're able they just need to expand the offense a little bit you know and if they yeah. can do that if they can you know build in some passing threats be able to move the ball quickly into, into a kind of two-minute drill you know and rely more on passing if they can do that they are a potential super bowl contender i think i just think that i'm not convinced they can do that yeah I think that's the end of those predictions, but you had the idea of yeah. every week we're going to predict the games and make a, like who we think is going to win and just pick, not yes. lines. Yeah, yeah, we're we're just gonna we're just gonna pick winners, and then on our on our our podcast next week we can you know see who did more. We can you know see who has more at the end of the season. All right, so uh, let's pick games: Cowboys versus Buccaneers. I think the Bucks are going to win that game. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm very sad about that. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to write this down real fast. Yeah. I I think the Bucks as well, though. Um, I mean, they're favored by eight points in the game for a reason. You know, like I just don't, I think that we've yet, we've yet to see if the Cowboys are going to be any better this year. I think the Buccaneers are definitely going to win that game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Jaguars at Texans. I'm going to go with the Jaguars. I'll follow your lead. I just like the Texans are, are a disaster. Yeah. There's just nothing there that makes me think, oh, the Texans can win. No. Unless like David Johnson has an insane game. <laughs> yeah, but like, is that going to happen? Probably not. Okay. No. Uh, Seahawks at Colts. What do you think? I think the Seahawks are going to win that game. Yeah. Um, I think you are probably right, but I'm going to go with the Colts just out of spite and anger. And also I think the Colts are a sneaky team. I think they, they could get some upsets this year. I'm going to pick them in week one. They could. I think they really could. I just, I trust in Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson yeah. start of the season. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but, but it's, you know, it's, it's Seahawks versus Colts at Lucas oil, you know, Colts are a sneaky, good team. I'm pick them to win. <laughs> um, we got Eagles at Falcons. I'm gonna go with the Falcons. What about you? Falcons. I, I hate, I first of all hate the Eagles, but I also think that they have no. I just don't think they can hang hang anything on. Yeah. No, I I, I, I think you're. I think the Falcons are better. Uh, what about uh, Chargers uh, at Washington? I really want the Chargers to win. I have a heart. I I think that they. I think they will. I think they'll beat them. You're gonna go but that that one, I'm not sure. I'm going with the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to beat the the football team at home. Yeah, um, I mean that's probably the closest toss-up game for me, other than maybe when we get to Patriots versus Jets. 
I'm going to go with the football team, though. Um, go with the football team? Yeah. I mean, I think we'll definitely see after week one how real the Chargers are, you know? Yeah. And yeah. M- maybe that there will be, like, a much better team and they'll win by a lot, but I think it'll, it, it, it's, it's a toss-up for me. And, mm-hmm. and, then, and then we'll see. Um, for Steelers and Bills, I'm going to go with Bills. I will also go with the Bills. I think that the Bills are just too explosive offensively. And the yeah. Steelers won't be able to keep up, even if their defense keeps it close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think if the Bills lose, there's serious concern for them going long. Yeah. All right, 49ers and the Lions. I think the Niners are going to slaughter the Lions. Yeah, I mean, that is probably, in my opinion, it's going to be the biggest, the easiest biggest game blowout. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just I don't see how you can expect the Lions to be any good. Like, they've gotten worse at pretty much every position. 49ers should be better, presumably. That's probably the, the easiest game this week. Um, yeah. Vikings and Bengals. I'm going to go with the Vikings. Um, uh, I will go... I'm actually going to go with an upset here. I think the Bengals will pull it off. Um, I, I don't know why. I just... There's every single week, there's a game that makes no sense. Yeah. And if it were to be a game... I could see the Bengals somehow pulling it off. So yeah, I think the I Bengals mean, win the week one. I mean, I mean, you know, it, it, the game's in Cincinnati, which you know gives some credence to that. And I think the Bengals, you know, there's a chance they could be a pretty good team this year. So we'll see. Yeah, um, and their offensive weapons are pretty impressive. Yeah, uh, Jets at Panthers. I think the Panthers will win that game. Uh, I think Christian McCaffrey will be really excited to be back out there, and just I think we'll have a field day against the Jets defense. Yeah, I think that I, I'm going to go with Panthers as well, I think. Just because, I don't know. I mean, the Panthers, there's a lot of questions, but there's a million more questions on the Jets. Yeah. Um, Cardinals at Titans. I'm going to go with Cardinals. Maybe this is me being a you know homer, but I mean, I think it's going to be a, a very close game. And... I think this is going to be the closest game, like the most fun to watch. I will go with the Titans. Um I think that the, just because I think that the home field advantage plus yeah. um, that dual threat running and passing attack yeah, will I be mean, a problem. I, I mean, I mean, again, I think the Cardinals have such a good front seven. It might, you know, neuter the run tack a little bit, which is why I think that the Cardinals, they're a good matchup against the Titans, I think. Yeah, that's you know, true. I, I think they're two. This is going to be a fun one to watch. Yeah, they're two similar level teams. I think the Cardinals are going to have that matchup advantage. Obviously, that's in Tennessee, so Titans got the home field. So it's little bit of a toss-up but uh i'm gonna go with the cardinals just you know as mm-hmm. a homer uh chiefs and browns <laughs> i think the chiefs will win this game yeah i i think the browns have a really good shot because i think they give them some matchup problems uh specifically like they can make them really one-dimensional only passing but unfortunately the chiefs have the best quarterback in the league so, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the struggle, right? Is that like nobody matches up against the Chiefs particularly well? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think, in, you know, they're the favorite in probably every game they're going to play this year for a reason. And yeah, that's the, they're the better team. They're playing an Arrowhead. I think that the Chiefs are going to win. I think. Yeah. I think if the Browns keep it competitive, though, they kind of have a moral victory. I think you know, just by yeah. But you know, you know, if they play it, the Chiefs have. To or they can play keep away if they can keep the yeah. ball. Like if they can hand it off to Kareem Hunt and uh, and Nick Chubb and kind of keep, uh, keep Mahomes on the sideline. I think that they can put yeah. themselves in to win. Yeah. Um. 
but I think if the Browns keep it like if it's a one score game and the Browns lose, I think I think that that they feel good going out of Week One. I think you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now we come to probably the biggest mystery game: uh, Dolphins versus <laughs> Patriots. Uh, I'm gonna go with Patriots. I think. I will also go with the Patriots. I know I said the Dolphins were gonna do better, but I think Belichick against young quarterbacks usually succeeds, and it's at New England. Yeah. It's... I think they will find a way to not let Mac Jones lose them the game, but just kind of make Tua lose that lose the game for the Dolphins. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's a toss-up, you know, when there's a toss-up, I go with the team that has the best coach in NFL history, you know, that's, that's, just, yeah. that's as simple as my decision gets, you know, that, uh, I don't know. That's a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Giants at, Bron- or Broncos at Giants. I think the Broncos will win. I just, I think that their defense can hold out against Daniel Jones and they have better quarterback play. Yeah, I mean, I go with both Broncos too. I think if the Broncos can't beat the Giants, there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of problems. Yeah, a lot of concerns in um, in Denver going forward. We'll see. Uh, Packers versus Saints in Jacksonville. I'm gonna go with the Packers. It's a home game for the Packers. Yeah. It's gonna be the Packers. Yeah, I mean, you know, makes me happy because I hate the Saints with all of my heart. But, um, <laughs> you know, a little bit of unlucky for them to have a home game that is going to basically be an away game. But, oh, well. You don't care. Yeah, it sucks <laughs> to be them. Uh, all That's right. the cheat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe don't cheat next time. I won't hate you. Okay. Uh, Rams versus Bears. Rams. Yeah, I was going to say. Rams. I was already writing that down on the sheet for you. I mean, I mean, it's it's at home field, man. What are they going to do? Yeah, I mean, like, I think it definitely needs to be the Rams. I think that if you have if you have the Rams losing, like, there is, you know, massive, massive alarm bells. Like, you, yeah. know, you know, they're favored by seven and a half for a reason. They should be winning by a lot. If, you know, if they're... Yeah. I mean, I would say if it's a one-score game, there's alarm bells ringing in Los Angeles for the Rams. Like if you you know if you can't be beating the Bears by a lot, how, can how are you going to hang with the NFC West? Yeah, like you're can, not going to be able to. Yeah, beat. how can you hang with you know? I mean, you you got to go play the Packers. You know, you got to play the Seahawks twice, the Cardinals twice, four hours twice. If you can't beat the Bears convincingly, like you know, what do you do? Yeah. All right, and last game, the Monday night game, Ravens versus Raiders. I'm going to pick the Raiders <laughs> to upset just because they're going to upset some games this year. Why not this one? I think, again, I, I'm not a fan of the Raiders this year. I think they're going to be bad. I think the Ravens are going to run circles around yeah, this I team. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. The Ravens are kind of hurt, and the Raiders, you know, they're good at just kind of picking their wins. So Yeah, I, I could be dead wrong, and I, I hope I'm not, but I yeah. think the, the Ravens will find a way to win. Yeah, I mean I mean I mean it's definitely possible. I mean like 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 I think the Ravens have a really good kind of institutional, you know, stuff in there with their coaches and their stuff that I think that there's a good chance they could be a team that's gonna win. Yeah. Like a lot of games, just you know, like a lot of close games and stuff. But I think that also, you know, the Raiders are gonna win some weird games they shouldn't win and I think against the Hurt Ravens, you know, in their new stadium, you know, if they're opening the stadium, you know, to fans for the first time, you know you know, that's the environment I could see the Raiders, you know, pulling off kind of a shock upset, you know, come from I think behind. The Raiders are so, I think the Raiders are so weird and such a bizarre franchise that they will lose their home opener under all those circumstances. Hey, you know, that is also definitely possible. Like I said, 
Raiders are probably the weirdest team in the league in terms of when they're going to win, when they're going to lose, and all of that in between. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, talking about that for this long, I'm just excited for the season now. I uh, can't wait yeah. for the season. Should can't be wait. Can't wait to watch on Thursday through Sunday. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be back. Oh, Thursday through Monday. Unless you're not, oh, you're right. Unless you're not going right. to watch the Ravens play the Raiders. Um, I, I, if the Raiders start winning, I might turn it off because out of <laughs> shame. <laughs> um, yeah, so we we made four different picks, so it'll be interesting to see uh, who's got who's got more right picks uh, next week. Uh, all right, well, thanks for listening, everybody. If you made it this far, and see you next week. See you next week.